there, look, there has never been a president in American history who has been as so openly racist and divisive as this man. Imagine what it says around the world. I mean, I really mean it. The United States is always led by the example of our power. And for this president, after what happened in Charlottesville and continuing through, what's he want me to go home to Brooklyn? You know, I mean, go home to Michigan? Go home to your countries. It's sickening. It's embarrassing. He, uh, I'm going to restrain myself. And Mr. Vice President, you're talking now. All right. Well, there was uh, old uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> never, never been a president in American history who has been so openly racist and divisive as Donald Trump. Well, uh, I couldn't let that one go by. So I had to uh, get onto the old uh, Twitter matrix and um, <laughs> and school him a little bit. Uh, so I asked uh, if he had ever heard of Woodrow Wilson and FDR. And uh, apparently a lot of the replies that I got back after that, you know, everyone wants to talk about uh, LBJ. And, um, you know, I even had one of the binary brains in there. I was like, well, they were all Democrats, so it was okay. Um, So let's go over Woodrow Wilson, uh, who I think is the worst president uh, of all time. Um, had a screening of Birth of a Nation in the White House. <laughs> I don't know how more openly racist you can get. Uh, World War I. <laughs> uh, the Federal Reserve Act. The 16th Amendment to the Constitution. I, I, just his comments alone. And um, let's, get, let's go back a little bit further back. You know, yeah, FDR had the whole Japanese internment, German internment, Italian internment. And that was uh, based nothing on uh, nationality. You know, so go back to where you're from, really. So let's take it back a little bit further. Let's go all the way back to Abraham Lincoln, whose comments on the Negroes would make some of these Democrats' toes curl. But let's also not forget that the invention of the Ku Klux Klan is a Democrat thing. Set to fight Republican Reconstruction. So anytime that I see stuff like this where, you know, a presidential candidate hopeful is calling out the president for a racist remark, which which he said, you know, go back to your crime-ridden countries to fix it. And he's specifically referring to Elon Omar and AOC and in company. Is it racist? Eh, you squint your eyes enough. It can be. But with this type of stuff, it's just so silly. I, I you know, Where do we even go from there? You know. And uh, that little thing came from the hill and uh it was what i was referring to and and the comments underneath the tweet itself are just priceless just (laughs) 
you know, Woodrow Wilson publicly praised KKK's screen birth of a nation at the White House. Yeah. And resegregated the federal government, you know, FTR internment camps for the Japanese, but orange man bad. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, let's see, you know, and keep going. The, yeah. And then uh, some of the other are coming from a segregationist. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, and they're even bringing up his old history of making fun of people who work at 7-Eleven, having Indian accents. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and all the comments underneath is, it, it's a lot of Woodrow Wilson. So that was probably the reason why Woodrow Wilson was trending on Twitter today. That's so hilarious. Um I mean, to have that kind of gaffe. I mean, to not even... And, you know, Woodrow Wilson, that that's not ancient history. It might as well be for some of these people, right? I mean, that was like right at the, end, at the turn of the century. You know. <laughs> FDR, Louis, yeah. Yeah, you know, you now you get a picture of FDR in the top hat. This guy ran actual concentration camps based on race. I mean, in your lifetime, you were the vice president for a guy who killed a heck of a lot of brown people in another country with drones. One happened to be a U.S. citizen and his son, who was also a U.S. citizen, with no due process. You know, LBJ. Uh, don't even have to go over the... Uh, the Democrat National Convention, where they try to keep the black voters uh, from forming their own uh, party. <laughs> I mean, so it's, yeah, it's a lot of that. It's a lot of that. So, yeah, and even one here has got a picture of Joe Biden with the exact quote. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. I'm not joking. Oh, out of touch, out of touch. Unless you're a 10-year-old girl, and then he's going to touch you a lot, <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, Yeah, and, you know, now we got a picture, now we got a picture of LBJ in a quote. Let's face it, our ass is in a crack. We're going to have to let this N-word, in, in which, he, which he said the full thing, they'll pass. And that was uh, Lyndon Johnson to Senator John Stennis in 1957. So, there you go. There you go. Uh, the most racist and divisive? No, not by a long shot. Not by a long shot. So, because of all this stuff, and uh, you're going to have to pardon the, um, the swarm of cicadas that are, like, right outside my window. I'm going to try and filter out as much of that as possible, but you may still hear that. Uh, so, the House condemned... Donald Trump uh, and his tweets, and there was a little bit of a fight on the floor because sitting members aren't supposed to be condemning the president from the floor. <laughs> but it uh, went along uh, party lines, as you can as you can imagine. Uh, so this one from um, from Faux News: uh, Escalating tensions on Capitol Hill erupted into a floor fight in the House of Representatives on Tuesday afternoon. As Speaker Nancy Pelosi spoke in favor of the resolution condemning 
quote, racist, unquote, comments by President Trump. And Pelosi's words were eventually ruled out of order as House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer, a Democrat, announced the decision from the House Parliamentarian. And this is a quote. Uh, the words used by the gentlewoman from California contained an accusation of racist behavior on the part of the president, Hoyer said, in a decision that technically banned Pelosi from speaking on the House floor for a brief period of time, the words should not be used in debate. A Democrat-controlled House then voted along party lines not to strike Pelosi's words from the record and voted separately to restore her speaking privileges. One Democrat in Congress had told Fox News, we're going to defend our speaker. <laughs> okay. The dramatic episode began when Pelosi prepared remarks condemning Trump, turned personal, and Georgia Republican Rep. Doug Collins rose to challenge her and demand that her words be taken down. The extraordinary rebuke was in the first of its kind involving a member of commerce, uh, Congress and a Speaker of the House in decades. In decades. The scene then became even more bizarre when the chair, Rep. Emanuel Cleaver, Democrat Missouri, told representatives after a lengthy huddle that he was trying to make a fair ruling as to whether Pelosi had broken House rules governing decorum. <clears throat> That's a big word for the House of Representatives. But people weren't cooperating. Cleaver told Fox News he felt Pelosi was being singled out. <laughs> being singled? She's the speaker! <laughs> and if you're violating some little ethics rules or something like that that you put in place... Uh, then yeah, you're the one who said it. Singled out. Uh, Cleaver simply declared, I abandoned the chair and left a moment with no apparent precedent in modern congressional history. North Carolina rep G.K. Butterfield, also a Democrat, assumed the chair before Hoyer took the reins. In her preparable remarks, Pelosi uh, spoke in frank and unsparing terms about C Trump's comments on Twitter over the weekend. There is no place anywhere for the president's words, which are only divisive and dangerous. Okay, so the uh, the talking point about divisive is, is gone out there, uh, but dangerous. And have legitimized an increased fear and hatred of new Americans and people of color. And it's so sad because you think that there would be given that we would universally in this body just say, of course, of course. So, <laughs> yeah. And the article goes on. So, so it, it, they ended up uh, condemning his remarks on Twitter. Um, so Pelosi got banned from speaking for just a for just a little while, and then it was a, then it was re, then it was a, then then it was restored. And uh, so this this kind of stuff is, um, I think, only going to get worse. It's not going to get better. And um, next little story right here from Roll Call: threats against members in uh, yeah threats against members increasing. Capitol Police Chief says so threats against the uh, members of Congress continue to grow. Capitol Police Chief Stephen A. Sund or Sund I don't know how you pronounce that uh, said Tuesday at his first appearance as head of the department before the House Administration Committee. We continue to see the threat assessment cases and we're going open. I'm gonna have to. We continue to see the threat assessment cases that were opening continue to grow, soon said, for fiscal year 2018, and we had approximately 4,894 cases so far for this year. We have 2,502 cases, so we're on par to probably break last year's record, 
So there you go. There you go. Um, so when uh, Michael Malice gets onto Twitter and he calls the news media the enemy of the people, you know, they're the ones that have been uh, been stoking this fire. Now, you regular folks out there, uh, you know, who we call binary brains, who only think in terms of Democrat and Republican, you're also partially to blame for this. Because if something happens on the opposite team, you immediately go into attack mode. And Democrats are responsible for this, and so are Republicans. So when the term snowflake got thrown around there so much that I thought I was going to be in a blizzard somewhere... You know, it was Republicans calling, oh, snowflake libtard. I love all the terms. I love all the terms. But you call out cop abuses to a Republican. You call out not supporting these stupid illegal wars in other country. Republicans all start bitching and moaning. They all start getting butt hurt. How dare you? Why? You just might be some kind of commie libtard snowflake. You're the one with tears in your eyes. That I said all cops are bastards. You're the one going around with the little Spongebob meme where he's looking like a chicken. (laughs) We didn't see the whole video. In response to the uh, guy who just got his job back temporarily so he can get uh, PTSD money at the taxpayer's expense for shooting a guy in a hallway after giving him a bunch of unclear, confusing commands when the guy's clearly drunk and trying to keep his shorts up. I don't know about you. I've encountered drunk people before. You can pretty much just walk up to them. If they're that fallen down drunk and they're like picking up their pants... But no, you you Republicans. Let me tell you. Wah. Police have a hard job. I support the thin blue line. Get out of my face with that shit. Democrats are no better. I just saw that recently Democrats with the uh with the Rapino thing for the uh, women's soccer. Can't even be bothered to understand what happens in supply and demand. Basic economics. And I know it was taught in high school because I learned it. You got to learn what the crossing of a supply and demand is all about. And so somebody else chiming in, well, they get paid more of a percentage. I was like, right, but the pool is smaller. I was like, if you really want to compare apples to apples, let's compare men's soccer to the National Football League or the NBA. Pro wrestling. MMA, the UFC stuff. All of that pool is so much larger. But you can't explain basic economics. To somebody without them getting butt hurt and start bitching and moaning about it. It's not right. There's no pay gap. 
The pay gap only exists because not that many people watch. And even Rapinoe said on an interview, you want us to get paid more, buy our jerseys, come to the game, buy season tickets. <laughs> she said it herself. But just, just simple logic escapes some people. I know, I know, when I try to explain this stuff, I'm mansplaining. And I'm not supposed to do that. Fuck off out of here with that. Oh, boy. So, um, how long have we been going here? Eh, been going long enough. I'm going to make this one actually kind of a short episode because I'm getting pissed off. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go to the uh, Ask Me Anything window. See what I got. See if there's anything good here. Because uh, when I originally posted it, I got like a couple of retweets, but no replies, which I found weird. But uh, I have one here from uh, Mr. David Day. Uh, let's see. What's your opinion on Amash's potential 2020 run as a libertarian? His record's good regarding government spending, but how's his record upholding the non-aggression principle? Um... Sources close in the upper echelons of the LP uh, who went out and tweeted today that uh, bigotry is bad. <clears throat> it was so brave and took such courage to tweet that out today. Um, are trying to court uh, Justin Amash uh, pretty heavily to get him to uh, join the LP ticket. Um, speaking as a member of the Libertarian Party, both national and the state. Um, I'm kind of sick and tired of Republican scraps. Now, that's no slight against Justin Amash. I think he's, you know, one of the few people up there that kind of know what's going on, does have those libertarian leanings. You know, him and Tom Massey, Rand Paul to a degree. You know, he's one of those few guys. That I'm pretty sure gets it. But as far as him coming in and trying to run on the ticket, eh, maybe. You know, we're going to have to see in Austin which one the body picks. You know, there's a, there's some chuckleheads that are running, and, uh, you know, they don't really make any kind of sense. Um, you know, you got Vermin Supreme, who I think is actually kind of taking it a little more seriously than he has in the past. But his whole thing is to show how silly the whole process is. Which, you know, you, you can give some kind of points to that. It's like, look, this guy's making a mockery of the system. at Because it deserves the mockery. Okay. And then you got people like my friend uh, Kim Ruff taking it seriously. She's getting out there. She got on Judge Nat. She, she stated her cases. Uh, if you listen to the We Are Libertarians podcast, they've been doing the presidential debate series with uh, Hody Johns and they've they've all been pretty good you know so I think there's only like a few serious contenders in there but if Justin Amash gets in there you know it's, it's again it's another Republican who switched and they were already trying to lube us up for Lincoln Chafee you know <laughs> you know I remember that guy as a kid you know the guy who Switch party so often, you know. 
like his flip flops would catch on fire, which as much as he would flip around. Um, but yeah, as far as his government spending, it, it's all good. Um, as far as the non-aggression principle, I haven't really uh, checked any of his uh, options on that. But um, yeah, he's uh, still kind of playing it a little bit close to the vest um, as far as whether or not he's going to be there. But some of the people up in the up in the LP are are trying to get him. Uh, so let's go into the other one. Uh, this one, Kentucky Libertarian. When is Boogaloo? That's a secret. Uh, we have several different uh, things going on. We have the Boogaloo, we have the Hootenanny, we have the Shindig, and maybe a Hubbub. <laughs> no, actually, I like all these little funny terms uh, for what uh, is generally considered the collapse. So when is it? I don't know. I don't know. It's going to happen when it happens. Uh, this one from Honky Bone Kill. Can you rap song, any songs all the way through? The answer is no. No, I cannot. Um, uh, there's barely any metal songs that I know all of the words to, unless I look them up beforehand, you know? So yeah, if, uh, you ever catch me in the car driving home from work and I'm starting to sing, there's some messed up lyrics in there and rap song. That's, that's outside of my purview altogether. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got. Let's see. Uh, this one from, uh, Jared, that's one of the guys from, uh, biting the bullet co- uh, podcast. And if you guys haven't listened to that one, uh, you need to put it on your list. I, I, I am technically considered a veteran, even though I was only in the army for about five months and 22 days, like I was counting, um, and got an entry level separation to get a general discharge from the military. Um, and these guys were all Marines and they served in, um, I think it was Afghanistan or Iraq, one of the two. Uh, probably both for some of them, I guess. But it's a uh, it's a great uh, podcast. You guys should listen. Uh, what breed of mongoose would you consider yourself? Um, and their whole thing is the uh, the fighting mongooses, and it's you know hashtag not a militia. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna have to say regular on that one. Regular mongoose. Uh, I'll go up a tree and and uh, and bite the shit out of a cobra. Sure. Uh, let's see, was that all? Um, sorry, I'm kind of scrolling. Uh, can you wrap any songs? I already read that one. Oh, this one from Red, uh, who recently got banned and she came back. Uh, she appeared on previous episode titled B11. Um, we sat and chat about, uh, Beyonce fans and, uh, e thoughts and everything like that uh, back then. Uh, what is the best ice cream? What is the best ice cream? Um, I could give the jokey answer whatever ice cream you have in front of you. Um, but being a southerner, we have Bluebell down here, which we now have to be very careful when we go to the store and buy because these goddamn savages keep licking the shit. Um, <laughs> But actually, I have to say, my uh, all-time favorite ice cream, if that's what this question is, cherry vanilla. Cherry vanilla. Uh, and you know what? I, I think that's that's it for the Ask Me Anythings. Okay, well, nope. 
Nope. Honky Bonekill just, uh, just chimed in with another one. Uh, an even more revealing question. What songs can you sing acapella in their entirety? Drums, bass, vocals, guitar, solos fade out every second of the song. Fuck you. <laughs> I can't do any of that shit. Sit there beatbox and everything else. Oh my God. Uh, and you know, barely knowing the words to most of these songs. Anyways, uh, there's, uh, there's a few I can probably, uh, that I can, uh, that I can sing all the way through. Um, say it ain't so probably one of them, but you know, rapping and stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's not, not, not going to happen. All right. Uh, well, let's get into the plugs. Uh, let's see. Patreon.com bitbacker.io subscribestar.com. You can send me tokens on minds.com. It's all listed there in the show notes. Uh, I do have a PayPal. It's paypal.me forward slash rebel with a call show. So good. And uh, still getting Twitter notifications for the for the Joe Biden gaffe, which is fun. Uh, but all of that stuff. Uh, I also have a teespring.com store. Uh, if you want to go in there, buy a t-shirt, coffee mugs, or whatever. Uh, if you want me to give you a shout out on the show for getting any of that stuff, just, you know, send me a DM on, uh, on Twitter at Eric, the red 79, but, uh, I think that'll do it. Um, other than that, you know, investigate Childerberg, Childerberg.com, go buy a t-shirt, go give to the free raw stuff, uh, help us kind of keep this, uh, cost neutral as much as possible. Um, and I know right now the desire to know more is intensifying in every one of you. So do your best, uh, Casper Van Dien, and go over to Childerberg.com. Learn a little bit more about it. Uh, it's going to be going on at the same time as the Libertarian National Convention in Austin 2020. Um, I'm going to be there. It's uh, I'm going to actually be at both. So I'm going to be traveling back and forth uh, on all of those days. And uh, it, I think it'll be fun. Uh, it's totally not a cult, so don't worry. It's totally not a cult. There's no uh, blood sacrifice, uh, no uh, <laughs> no initiation process or anything. You just kind of show up and say hi and maybe be offered a, a Franzia and LaCroix. That seems to be our drink of choice. So, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, uh, until next week, I'll catch you later. Oh, by the way, coming up next week, going to have an interview with the None other than at Violet Irwin 76 on Twitter. So uh, I think uh, the next time I post the uh, AMA stuff uh, will probably be stuff more centered around her. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, I'll catch you guys next week. Out. <laughs>